The A to Zeke Podcast. One step up from a college radio show. Barely. Fourth and final segment. Andrew Duvall, Zeke Foreman on the A to Zeke Podcast. Pretending that we know stuff about the NBA. And like we mentioned, recording this on Wednesday night, so there's still a couple teams and a couple games to be played that have some implications as far as playoffs go. One of those being the New Orleans, uh, boy, are they the Pelicans or some other bird that nobody cares about in the eighth spot, playing against the San Antonio Spurs tonight. They're tied at uh, 44 and 37 with the Oklahoma City Thunder, who are sitting on the outside looking in. Good news for the Thunder, though, is they get a bye in their last game of the season, playing against the Wolves. I wouldn't exactly say it's a buy. It's a I'm looking buy. at an article here, and it says remaining games with playoff implications for April 15th, and the Timberwolves' name is there, and that makes me feel good. Is it over at halftime yet? I saw an Onion article that could not have been more perfect, and maybe you saw the same one, that was entitled Timberwolves Arena Staff Cleaning Up During Third Quarter So They Can Go Home at the Final Buzzer. That's pretty much how it's been all year. Yeah, it's it's. That's pretty much how it's been for the last ten freaking years. Yeah, but Andrew Wiggins is a stud. Zach Levine is good. The future is now with the Timberwolves. <laughs> no, anyway. Uh, so I don't know. It's a toss up between uh, if uh, New Orleans uh, Pelicans wins or if uh, they move into the playoff spot against Golden State or if Oklahoma City Thunder move in. And I have to say, Zeke, as we talk about never the 8-1 never happens, that Oklahoma City Thunder matchup could be intriguing for uh, against Golden State. It could be, but you forget who they're playing. They're playing freaking Golden State. Yeah. And I, I don't think that a Kevin Durantless Oklahoma City Thunder team, I mean, granted, Russell Westbrook has been playing out of his mind. He's uh, he's, he NBA. leads the NBA in triple-doubles. I think he dropped 54 the other night. But on the other side, you have Stephen Curry. You have Clay Thompson, who are quickly becoming, who who very much they don't have the the same flair. I don't. I can't believe I'm about to do this. They they're kind of like the modern day. I was gonna say Jordan and Pippen, but I can't do it. No, no. They're, they're becoming they're becoming the most dynamic duo in in the NBA. There's not a three headed monster in Golden State. Where if you look at you look at uh, at Cleveland, you have LeBron, you have K Love, you have somebody else uh what's his name this is how much we like the nba he was the first pick of the draft that one year Kyrie irving yeah Kyrie Irving from duke and then then you have uh granted they're older you have ginobili you have parker you have tim duncan Mm -hmm. where they're kind of the three-headed monster the the two-headed monster instead of the three-headed monster i i saw maybe you saw the video too of stephen curry in um in practice was it 77 yeah. threes in a row? 77 insane. threes in a row. 94 out of 100. That's insane. Granted, that's practice. Yeah, we're talking about practice. but Iverson, calm down. But Curry man. looks like Iverson. Man, do you see him break Chris Paul's legs like 14 times this year? Yes. Or, or the, what did he do? He hit a three over somebody who was kind of s- s- sliding out of bounds. Did like this Flintstones, Fred, this Fred Flintstones, like he starts in the car with his feet and then takes off down the court. This guy is so likable. Which makes me hate him even more because he should be wearing a Timberwolves gonna, jersey. But I was we, bring we, got, we got into that last segment. He's a Golden State Warrior. You can't change the past. He can't go back and, and stop David Kahn's sperm from getting inside his mom or anything. <laughs> but this, nobody 
Nobody in the Western Conference is going to beat the Golden State Warriors, barring some kind of significant injury to either Clay Thompson or, more importantly, Stephen Curry. All right. That's fair. Moving on. Another team that's fun to watch. The Los Angeles Clippers taking on the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, this is the time to bring it up that the Dallas Mavericks would be the three seed if they were playing in the East, but they're not. They're the seven seed <laughs> taking yep. on the Clippers. This is a fun Clippers team. I, I enjoy watching the Clippers play. Uh, Lob City, Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan, Chris Paul, and my boy from Duke, J.J. Redick, who's finally getting some playing time, getting some minutes, and taking advantage of it. 13 minutes a game now, 16 points a game, shooting lights out from three, as he did in college as well. But uh, this is a team that's never really put it together in the playoffs. Is this their year to kind of uh, put some playoff wins together? Well, Los Angeles fans hope so because we've been talking about the Timberwolves all night. Down at that same level are the Los Angeles Lakers where the Clippers have definitely usurped the the Lakers as as the team to root for, the, the bandwagon team to root for. I mean, because you remember 10 years ago when the Clippers sucked, nobody liked the Clippers. It was all Kobe and Shaq and, and Rick Fox because I think Rick Fox was still there at that point 10 years ago. Yeah. And and just the the same swagger that the Lakers had with Kobe in his prime and Shaq has done a complete 180 to the other side of the building now with the Clippers and Lob City. The Clippers didn't fall off the cliff as much as I thought they would when Blake Griffin went down with the, did he have elbow or, or so, yeah. shoulder surgery? Something shoulder. to clean up something. Missed some time. I think he missed the All-Star game. Mm-hmm. And didn't nearly collapse upon itself as bad as I thought. And I think that's huge because they know even if we don't have Blake Griffin... Granted, that's not what they want. We can still compete with these other teams. And and don't forget, Dallas is all in, too. They bring in Amari Stoudemire, who is basically picked out of the, the dumpster from the New York Knicks. And he comes in there kind of a kind of a role-playing guy. And you have Dirk, who's probably on his last legs. Uh, and I, 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 I don't know. I, I'm going to go Clippers. Yeah, well, I'm picking the Clippers for sure. I actually have the Clippers going a couple of rounds. Uh, but... This Dallas Mavericks team's not a bad team either. They might take them a couple games, but uh, the Clippers definitely ha- have the better team. They got the, the bigger firepower. I like teams led by a solid point guard, and I guess you can't really say much about that uh, in this one as well because Dallas has got no schlub at the point guard spot in Rajon Rondo either, but uh, you still got to go Clips in this one. Next matchup, it's the San Antonio Spurs, the old farts against the Memphis Grizzlies. And once again, this Grizzlies team at 54 and 27, they'd be the two seed in the East. I can't say it enough. And now they're sitting in the sixth spot in the West. I, I, I'm leaning towards upset in this one, Zeke. I think I'm going to. This is, this is the last hurrah, yep. I think. We were talking about this during our, our hockey segment for, for Mike Babcock, uh, Dotsuk, and Zetterberg on that side. Yes, I'm going to compare hockey and basketball. But it, it's so comparable. This, this It's the same thing. For, for Popovich, Duncan, Parker, Ginobili. Ginobili already has come out and said that next year is going to be his last season as a NBA player. And how much longer can they go? The Spurs have been red hot as of late. They were on the outside looking in a couple weeks ago, and now they could, they could possibly be the sixth seed, depending on what happens. I mean, they could... Uh, they could either clinch the two seed with the Southwest Division title tonight, or if they lose, they'll be the six. So they can either go from two to six based on what happens tonight. And a couple weeks ago, everyone counted the Spurs out because, yeah, they're old. And 
the time of the Spurs is over, but I think they could potentially put together one last fun to watch or not, maybe not fun to watch because are the Spurs ever fun to watch? No, they're they're gr- I mean they're gritty if you like that kind of thing, but they I mean I I don't mind them because they do it the right way, like I've talked about before with Atlanta. They're kind of that similar right. similar style where they've got uh, some role players, but and they've had the same guys year in and year out, but it's it's starting to get old. It's starting to get boring. It, it, no, you know, I guess that wasn't really a pun, but they're they're getting old, and so is the fact of seeing the Spurs uh, host the trophy at the end of the year. So um, the the, le- the least flashy dynasty of all time, and it starts yeah. with Tim Duncan, who's who's not flashy. You barely see him crack a smile. And they don't call him the Big Fundamental for nothing. How would you like the nickname the Big Fundamental? It's boring. It's pretty boring. Yeah, but he has, what, four, five? Five rings now? Yeah, he's got a lot. Would have, would have been six if not for that Ray Allen dagger against Miami. But, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, but I think, like I said, I agree. I, I You could bury the Spurs season in the first round, and you can might as well bury all three of them right there in the court. They'll go down in, like, Six against Memphis. Marcus All is going to beat the crap out of uh, Tim Duncan, paired up with uh, Zach Randolph as well. And this is a gritty team that can rebound and play some defense in Memphis. So look out for them. Brings us to our four five. Another interesting one: Portland taking on Houston. Houston kind of surprising coming in at a five seed. They kind of before the season thought they might be. Uh, I thought they might be fighting for a one or a two spot. Uh, do you think that Houston's got what it takes to make a deep playoff run? Uh, I, I think they do. The one thing that they lack is playoff experience, and this could be the year that they get it. Again, uh, battling for, for the two spot. If the Spurs lose and the Rockets win, the Rockets are two, where where I think there's a, a bunch of other intangibles that the 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 Rockets could fall as, as low as six. If, if the Spurs lose, the Rockets lose, the Grizzlies win, it'd be two, Clippers would be two, Spurs would be three, Grizzlies five, Rockets six. So they, they could they could drop as low as six and be number two. And granted, these <laughs> this wouldn't be happening. This, this doesn't happen in the East where you have 60 no. wins, you have 54 wins, and then basically everybody else is fighting to get above 500 for a, for a playoff spot. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that just, yeah. that just drives me crazy. There, there, there's Awful. been talk of kind of merging the two leagues where you just have one through 16 based on on a record and just eliminate the conferences, which I don't think is right because then you get 15 Western Conference teams and mm. one if you're lucky. And, and the Hawks and, and the Cavs yeah. maybe. Yeah. And it's, yeah. yeah, I don't know. And this is why the playoffs are awesome because I have a, I have a list here where... Yeah, we're, there's so many intangibles going in to the last game. And that's why this last week of the NBA season is so important. We're we're chomping at the bit. We're ready to see the playoffs. But the playoffs aren't even set. And it's the last day of the season. And we don't know who's going to be 2, 3, 5, or 6. Or 8 at this point with, with yeah. Oklahoma City and New Orleans. So looking at the Western Conference... Um, Golden State obviously is the team to beat. They they've well earned the number one seed. Do you have them coming out of the West? I do because yeah. nobody all season has been able to slow them down. It's kind of the same reason I went with the New York Islanders to win the East in the NHL. Nobody has slowed the the. Uh, I'm sorry, I was just scrolling down my notes and saw a picture of uh, of Paul George PG13. Uh, one one <laughs> made one major stat I have is. They've won 17 games in a row at Oracle Arena, 
They're 38 and 2 at home this season. Wow. They're the 11th team in league history to win at least 38 games at home. Oh, Golden 30, State fans are great. 38 and 2 at home. Mm-hmm. Unreal. Golden State fans are they're awesome. They they're definitely uh and they're they're a fun team to watch. This is a team and I know it, you know people hate this kind of stuff, but this is a team I'd be willing to jump on the bandwagon for. I mean, I I love watching them play. I like watching Curry do what he does, and I'd definitely be rooting for them. I'm kind of pulling for the Clips as well. I it, it's tough. I think it could go between three teams. It'll be between Golden State, Los Angeles, and and Houston. I think are, are kind of the three teams to battle it out. If I had to pick one, I'm gonna go with the Clippers this year. I think there might be a championship team in LA not name the Lakers and, and I'm oh. or not name the Lakers and not name the Kings and, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, I mean the Clippers have kind of been been the bottom feeder for so long and you like to see that kind of worst to first Golden State, another example of teams that really don't have that rich history as as a as, as a San Antonio or a Los Angeles Lakers, but they've they've built from the ground up. They've made they've drafted smart, they brought in key free agents and, and look where they are. They're at the top of the NBA world right now. Yeah, definitely. Well, any uh, closing thoughts on the NBA or the NHL or any life lessons in general you want to get out before we wrap this thing up for the week? Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sneak out of here and go watch some playoff hockey. I know. I'm excited. Playoff hockey, Major League Baseball. It's probably my one of my favorite times of year. It's, hard, it's tough with March Madness right there and stuff, but this, this kind of uh, uh, just... Any good any given day, I can turn on the TV and there'll be a baseball game. Oh, it's it's fun. You can probably merge it all into one, where you can kind of take March Madness and kind of lump. Yeah, it's uh, close enough. Lump opening day and and the NBA playoffs and playoff hockey. You can lump that all together. The Masters. Yeah, yeah, you I can, think so. Just, just just spring is the time to be a, a sports fan. Exactly. Well. Thanks for listening. Make sure to give us a like on Facebook, follow on Twitter, all that other garbage. Zeke, do you have any other social media accounts that you've started for us yet? Uh, I was thinking about starting a Google Plus account for us. Nobody uses that anymore. That's why I haven't. Yeah, don't do it. We're already lacking in the follower department. I don't want to add anybody to my circle or whatever the heck it's called. Wah, wah, wah. Wah, wah, wah. All right, we'll be back again next week. Come to decide that the things that I tried were in my life just to get high on When I sit alone, come get a little known But I need more than myself this time Step from the road to the sea to the sky And I do believe that we rely on When I lay it on, come get to play it on